That's 266-2511. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Right. They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Right now is the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You'll get a free ultraviolet air purifier, a high-efficiency air filter, 10 years parts and labor warranty, three years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and Tell them Eric sent you. It's crunchy. Creamy. Sweet. Mm, salty. Nature Valley Sweet and Salty Peanut Bars. Bursting with crunchy peanuts, dipped in creamy nut butter coating. Delicious. Delicious. Nature Valley.
Extraordinary edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 Nash Icon. Normally, four to six weekdays. Uh, a little bit extra time for me today, starting at 3.30. We'll finish the program at 5.44 today. Uh, take you live and direct at Turchin. Greer Field at Turchin Stadium. Uh, it's the Pelican Cup. The UNO Privateers versus the Tulane Green Wave. The only time they'll play uh, this season. Normally, it is a three-game schedule uh, between the two. Uh, but because of COVID-19, it will only be one game. So that'll be tonight right here on the airwaves here on 106.1. You can listen to our program on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Uh, don't forget about our podcast. It's on normally within 30 minutes after the program ends uh, on all the major podcasting platforms, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, uh what is it, Spreaker, TuneIn, man, you name it, we're on it. And look, I'd love to hear from you, eric at ericasher.com. If you have a podcasting platform that you prefer and the program is not there, please let me know. I'd love to get on every single one we can get on, uh, and you can help me by letting me know if we're on uh, your favorite podcasting platform. Again, eric at ericasher.com. You can drop me a line on the email. Uh, The phone number is 504-260-1061. Hey, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, Yeah, my my colleague here at 106.1, Ken Trahan of uh, CrescentySports.com, Saints Hall of Fame. Man, look, if I had to get in everything Ken Trahan's involved in, we'd be here for the first half hour of the program. So I'll just say Kenny Trahan's joined me on the show this week. Uh, And, of course, you can catch us on Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV with our live broadcast. We're also, again, streaming live on YouTube. YouTube, uh, the uh, WLAE TV YouTube page at Thursday at 1 p.m. There's a rebroadcast on WLAE TV at 6 p.m. On 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2. Then we go to Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. And then 10 p.m. on WLAE TV. Uh, 2 a.m. on the uh, Deuce, that's WLAE TV 2. That's Saturday morning. Then Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com. Always on our social media platforms as well, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. And, of course, don't forget Eric Asher on Facebook. Got a full show for you today. Uh, we're going to be having a lot of guests in our second and uh, really in the, in the second and third hour, uh, for lack of a better term. And in the four o'clock hour, it'll be Gary Smith uh, of the Wave Report and Noel.com. He'll give us an, a uh, bird's eye view of what's happening at uh, Turchin as uh, they're preparing for the game tonight between UNO and Tulane. We'll talk to him about Tulane baseball, UNO baseball, UNO basketball, and Tulane basketball all coming up at 4:10. At 4:30, it'll be Fletcher Mackle of Channel Six Sports. He'll join us at 4:30. Uh, and we'll talk everything sports here in New Orleans with Fletch. And then we finish up with, as far as the guest list goes, at 510 with Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. Tiger basketball on the cusp of, again, getting into the NCAAs. Uh, looks like, again, with a big win over Auburn, the blowout win over the weekend, uh, that, again, they've solidified their spot. Uh, in the, uh, what is it, 65 now, uh, that, that, uh, the 65 that go in, uh, maybe 66 with the play-in game. Uh, but, again, they're... Uh, they're going to have an opportunity to be able to be in the uh, in the big tournament, which is fantastic because I've often said, man, I tell you what, there was a time, again, living in New Orleans, living in Louisiana, uh, growing up uh, you know, in the 80s and 90s, uh, again, where you, where you 
could book it, you'd have three, four, five teams from Louisiana that would go to the tournament every single year. Tulane was there. UNO was there. LSU was there. Uh, Southwestern back then, of course, now ULL was there. You were going to get a, a UL Monroe or, again, one of the other teams, a McNeese or somebody that was going to be there. Uh, Southeastern, again, somebody was going to emerge. You'd have multiple teams from Louisiana that went to, the, went to the tournament every single year. It has not been that way in a long, long time. LSU is kind of the, the, the team that has, that has been a Currently there, uh, Tulane not so much, UNO not so much now. Uh, again, although we're hoping that uh, both those programs turn around so that they have an opportunity to win their conferences eventually and get into the NCAA tournament. But March Madness is, is not that far away, just a couple of weeks away, and we'll be talking about tournament basketball. Uh, of course, the uh, conference tournaments will come up first, and then, of course, they'll have a chance to be able to get into the big dance. Uh, that's coming up. We'll talk to Glenn Gilbo about that at about 5.10. Uh, let's go through some uh, quick headlines, and, and then I want to jump into some content as well in this first half hour. First of all, some tragic news out of Los Angeles today. Tiger Woods had to be extracted from his vehicle using the jaws of life after a single car rollover accident at about 7 a.m. this morning, California time. Uh, he's in the hospital. There's no word on, 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 on the injuries, uh, but, but again, it has been reported uh, that he's in surgery, and it's been... Uh, Again, multiple reports here, so I don't want to have this as gospel here because, you know, we know how the Internet is now. Everybody's got a scoop, right? But I would just say that multiple uh, news sources are saying that he has moderate to critical injuries to his legs. So, again, stay tuned. Keep Tiger Woods in your prayers. Tiger Woods in a roll, single-car rollover accident in California at about 7 a.m. this morning. Uh, again, had to be extracted uh, from the car for the, with it using the jaws of life. Uh, closer to home, uh, Sidarius Thornwell, uh, who, again, when he had a chance to be able to play, played well for the Pelicans. Guy that came off the bench, uh, he has been waived for salary caps considerations. Uh, Thornwell's salary was supposed to become fully guaranteed this week. Uh, the Pels are right there at the luxury tax line, and they're going to be making some moves going forward where, again, they're going to have to have some salary caps freed up. Thornwell was, was a um, casualty there because his, his contract was going to become fully guaranteed. Now, it was like $900,000. I think it was like 546000 that was going to be um, uh, fully guaranteed. And when you look at it on the big landscape of, of the NBA, that's not a lot of money. But, again, when you're in the position of the Pelicans right now and you're, gonna, you're going to be, at least we believe they're going to be active leading to the trade deadline, uh, you need to open up and carve out as much space as you can. Um, the Pelicans now have 13 players on the roster. They have dropped from the eighth highest payroll in the NBA to the 11th highest payroll in the NBA now. And, look, I've mentioned it on this program a lot. Uh, this is Gail Benson and not Tom Benson. If this was Tom Benson having the eighth highest payroll in the NBA and having a sub-500 team to show for it, uh, there would be some heads rolling right now, okay? Uh, because he didn't like to spend the money if ultimately he wasn't winning. Now, again, no knock against Tom Benson. Since he got to New Orleans, he spent the money. But, again, you know how, you know how it played out. We've all been around here for a while. Gail Benson cut from a different cloth. She's allowing those individuals who are, who are in charge of the um, – of, uh, of the Pelicans, Griff, etc., to be able to handle it, and, and she's been pretty hands-off. But again, now the 11th highest payroll uh, in the NBA. The NBA trading deadline is March the 25th. This move gives, gives them some more flexibility, allowing them to take on two more players than what they send out in any trade. And we've talked extensively about the possibility of teams being um, uh, uh, looking at some of the players for the Pelicans. Uh, some of those guys, again, we know... J.J. Redick is, is on the trading block. It will probably be traded to a team in the Northeast, either Boston, uh, Brooklyn, uh, maybe the Knicks, 
He lives in Brooklyn. He'd like to be you know, being up, up uh, in the Northeast, closer to his family. Uh, he would like to be with a team like Brooklyn or Boston, has a chance to win a championship. Uh, even though, again, I don't think Boston has a chance to win a championship this year. But, again, they will be a playoff team, especially, again, with uh, the juggernaut that's sitting up in Brooklyn right now. Uh, but we'll see how that plays out. Eric Bledsoe, I'm going to talk about him in just a few minutes. He's a guy that ultimately is uh, is probably on the trading block as well. And Lonzo Ball is making it tough. Look, I, I talked about Lonzo Ball um, uh, considerably yesterday, uh, multiple times on the program, and he's making it a tough for, for the Pelicans to get rid of him. Uh, he's in a uh, – again, the Pelicans did not pick up his, his, his option. Uh, that means, again, next year he will be a, a, a restricted free agent. The Pelicans have a qualifying offer for about $13.5 million on the table from the NBA. Uh, they can pick that up if they choose to, but, again, he can sign with any other team, and then the Pelicans would have to match that offer. Uh, there is a school of thought that says you move Lonzo Ball before the trading deadline. But as I talked about yesterday, 23 years old, right? A lot of upside. He's got his shot down now. He's coachable. You see that. And, and again, the, the work that he's put in to make himself a better shooter. Uh, he's playing a more physical brand of basketball than he was previously. So, again, who knows? Who knows? As far as the Pelican goes, also, again, there's uh, a lot of chatter out there about Josh Hart moving into the starting lineup for the Pels. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, okay, because uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not really in favor of, uh, of that, and that has nothing to do with Josh Hart one way or the other. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. We're in the yo-yo time of year. First of all, absolutely gorgeous outside right now, isn't it? I mean, just incredible weather outside uh enough that again you probably if i i really should have taken the show and put it on the patio today but we didn't do that uh but if you're looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning heating system because we're going to be going back and forth for a while now think burkhardt air conditioning and heating look they got over ten thousand customers referrals are again the number one way they've grown their business people again talking to their friends family telling them about uh, again how great of a job burkhardt did for them i am a customer Long before they were sponsored this program, I worked with John on, on commercial properties, and of course, he handled all, all of my um, all of my personal properties as well. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating always going to give you a fair price, always going to do the job right, always going to leave your house spotless. And yes, 15 trucks in the field, 30 minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, trusted since 1989. That's acpromise.com. Acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by Macy's. This week at Macy's, discover big savings on new looks for you and the family, like warm coats for him and her, women's shoes for any weather, and great home updates for bedroom and bath going on now at Macy's. Plus, Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. Good afternoon. Be mindful of an accident on I-55 at Rudock. It's currently closed due to an accident on I-55 South at Rudock. And in the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side from Terry Parkway to the O'Keefe exit. I'm at Robinson. On the east bank and west bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. 
Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 filet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle right now is the time to get thinking about anything you need for your home comfort this year hi eric asher once again talking about my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating this month they're offering incentives to anyone planning ahead they have discounts on indoor air cleaners to keep your home healthy and right now you can save thousands in discounts and rebates on new heating and cooling systems for home comfort there's no one else i trust more than burkhardt and this month they'll help you save visit acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Gray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504 504- Three seven three five seven three three. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, one hundred six point one FM. Yeah, no, it's a little bit before four o'clock. Extraordinary show today. A little bit extra time for me, as uh, we'll be out of here at quarter to six tonight, uh, leading you right into Tulane UNO baseball. Um, I was talking about teased up a little bit about this before we went to break. There, there's been a lot of chatter about. Um, moving Josh Hart into the starting lineup. And we talked about this yesterday with Jake Madison, a Locked on Pels podcast. Look, there's no doubt that Eric Bledsoe is not performing the, the way that I think a lot of us had hoped. I had high hopes. Look, I talked about this on the program before. When the deal was made uh, for CP3 to go to the Clippers um, and, and Eric Gordon was sent back to, to, the, uh, to then Hornets, uh, when when uh, former commissioner uh, David Stern made the deal when the NBA had taken over the Pelicans, I, I didn't want Eric Gordon. I wanted Eric Bledsoe. Okay, I thought Bledsoe uh, would be a guy again from a defensive standpoint and and again offensive standpoint uh, that was the more complete player. Uh, and it turned out honestly to be right because Eric Gordon did not want to be in New Orleans and and ultimately again laid on the leg of the franchise for his entire time here. Uh, but I really want Eric Bledsoe. But that was a while ago, okay? That was 2012. This is 2021. Um, you look at the situation right now uh, with with Bledsoe. He's he's not the defensive player he once was, and that's just as honest as I could put it. Okay, he's been a huge drop-off from Drew Holiday. Uh, and, look, we talked about it when he came over. Look, and then maybe there's not going to be a lot. There's going to be a drop-off, but maybe it's not going to be a severe drop-off from Holiday. This guy's been an all-NBA second-team defensive player. You know, he's, again, he's, he's, he's a guy that has been known for his defensive prowess. But he's also been inconsistent on the offensive end. Uh, at, at times, he's been good. At times, a liability. Overall, i got to say he's been a disappointment. Okay? 
Now, could he be better coming off the bench? And I'm talking about Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. But honestly, he might also be better in, a, in another uniform because I don't know if he's given the Pelicans his all right now, and that's just my opinion. Okay, he's a, to me, he's a better player than what he's, what he's performed uh, thus far. And if he's not performing like a culture-driving veteran, remember, that's, that's what Griff talked about. He was bringing in culture-driving veterans that, that could teach the young players. Now, we hear that, again, he's doing a great job in mentoring uh, uh, Kyra Lewis. Uh, both guys from Alabama. He's been a guy that really kind of has taken him under his wing. Uh, but with that said, it's just not happening on, on, on the court. So, again, he's taking up a spot that can be utilized from, from a young player like, like Kyra Lewis or, again, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I mean, those are minutes those guys could be getting right now. And then you add the, the caveat to this that, that Zion is now playing the point forward. So Bledsoe's no longer being counted on as much as a point, in the point guard capacity. But, yet, again, his scoring, and especially his defense, has left a lot to be desired. And, again, that, 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 the, therein lies the rub, ladies and gentlemen. So you're not getting what you should be getting out of in, in points scored. You're not getting the defensive prowess you thought you were getting when you made the trade. And then you're keeping two young players who could be using the, the, this time for getting experience. Uh, you're leaving those guys on the bench. They're not getting as many minutes because Bledsoe's taking those minutes right now. And then you're in a situation where you're actually thinking about taking your, your, your best uh, reserve in Josh Hart and moving him into the starting lineup. I mean, I just don't get it, okay? He's not been the doggone defense that he once was, okay? And outside of teaching the young players how to be pros, uh, which is one of the main reasons why he's bought to New Orleans, what, what is he doing for this team? What is he doing for this team? And I am an Eric Bledsoe fan. I'm glad they made the move. You heard me when we talked about when, when the trade was made. I thought it was – but, again, some guys just don't fit. They walk into an organization. Maybe, again, he's at the time in his, in his career where he feels like he needs to be on a contender. He came from a contender in, in Milwaukee, and now, again, he's in a situation where they're rebuilding. And, look, they can spin it any way they want on airline drive. This is a rebuilding project right here in New Orleans right now. So, again, moving Josh Hart at the starting lineup, it takes away his energy, his hustling, his rebounding, and, and his defense and his scoring with the second unit. It severely weakens the second unit, okay? I have no issue with, with Hart getting starters minutes. He deserves starters minutes right now. But I think those starters minutes have to, come, have to be coming off the bench. Now, if the match- matchups dictate he should be on the floor with the finishing five, he should be there. Because, again, I think he's earned the right to be with the finishing five. But, again, I think that comes down to matchups as well. To me, when you look at this, there's been a – consistent drop-off with the Pelicans, okay? It's been in recent years when it comes to the second units. Second units, uh, again, uh, have, have taken the floor, and, and we've seen a severe drop-off. I feel this is going to be the same scenario if Stan Van Gunny moves hard into the starting lineup. And it's not about, again, not rewarding him because he has played well enough to start. But sometimes players have to be guys that are glue guys coming off the bench. They're getting starters minutes, but they're not going out there with the first unit. Now, I will say this. Hopefully, Griff is going to be more aggressive in moving uh, J.J. and and Bledsoe. And and I've said it before. I'm not looking for them to bring in another offensive player. They need dogs on defense. Bottom line, okay? The team has solved the offensive riddle, again, that plagued them early in the season. They're among the best in the NBA when it comes to offense. It's on the defensive end 
where this team really needs a boost. And they need players that, again, that play good, strong defense because it's contagious. We've seen it on offense, right? How contagious it is when guys are driving to the basket, opening up the lanes, getting the ball out, making the second, third passes, and again, the offense comes much easier. We're seeing that now. We didn't see it early in the season. We're not seeing it on the defensive end. And because Van Gundy said it a couple weeks ago, and I agree 100%, I said it earlier than Van Gundy did. Sometimes you look at your roster and you just don't have players that, again, are willing to play defense. They're not defensive-minded players, and they don't have enough of them on this roster right now. So to me, Griff, again, I'm willing to give up a Bledsoe and a J.J. Redick to bring in guys, again, young uh, to, again, I guess, middle-of-the-road veterans in terms of their, their years of service uh, to be able to come in and play defense and set the defensive tone for this team because that's where they need the boost. To me, Josh Hart is the heart and soul of this team. He's a glue guy, and he probably deserves to start, but he's too valuable coming off the bench with this group to risk a chemistry change. So... I'm hoping that Van Gundy uh, will look long and hard on this uh, before he makes this move because, again, it's always been, uh, you know, not who starts but who finishes. Plenty of, of great players have been, again, guys that come off the bench as the sixth man and they contribute just as much as the five starters, if not more. And there's plenty enough minutes for that to go around. My issue right now is with Eric Bledsoe not living up to, again, his billing. And now, again, he is taking up a space that, that again, could be utilized by two young players in Lewis and, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker that could get a, a valuable experience because they're going to be here long term. Eric Bledsoe is not. So it'll be interesting to see what, what, what play, how that kind of plays out going forward. To me, Bledsoe should be coming off the bench. If I'm going to move anybody, I'm moving one of those young players into the starting lineup and allow that to go. And again, look, a lot of pressure has been taken off the guard position now because Zion Williamson is playing a point forward position. So it'll be interesting to see again how that kind of plays out. All right. We're about to go ready to go into our regular time slot, which, again, is 4 o'clock. And, of course, as I mentioned many times so far during this past half hour, uh, we'll lead you right into UNO Tulane Baseball, the Pelican Cup. Uh, that'll be at six um, at 545 um, uh, this evening with a first pitch coming at 6 o'clock. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. In the second hour, we've got some great guests for you. Gary Smith is going to join us from Newell.com with a preview of tonight's ball game. We'll talk some UNO and NL and uh, Tulane basketball. Also, we're going to be joined by Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. In the 5 o'clock hour, it'll be Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. And you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon WRKN. Picayune, New Orleans. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? 
How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apathy. If you're in the market for a quality-used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best-used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more, whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system. And you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Wendy's Baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame. And now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the Breakfast Baconator. Stacked with a fresh cracked egg, sausage, cheese, and bacon. And right now, you can get a free breakfast Baconator with purchase in the Wendy's app. So get to Wendy's and always be Baconating. We got you. Offer available at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required. Paid for by Protect My Car. Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call for details. Yo, where's your car? Man, my engine blew, and I can't afford to get it fixed. So no car for me. Oh, man. That's why I got me an extended service plan. That way, that blown engine would have cost you nothing to repair. Hold up. You're saying if I had gotten that plan before my engine blew, I could have got it fixed and paid nothing? You got that right. Drivers covered by Protect My Car will not have to pay for any covered repair bill ever again. Man, I really should have called and got my car covered before this huge repair bill hit. If you own a car, truck or SUV made from 1999 or higher, just call 800-447-7138 right now to see if your car qualifies. All repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can become a thing of the past. Just call 800-447-7138 and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. Call 800-447-7138 right now. Call now to find out how you pay nothing for auto repairs. Call 800-447-7138. That's 800-447-7138. Hey! 
time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And inside New Orleans. <laughs> You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash, FM Nash Icon, uh, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Again, the podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher and Eric Asher on Facebook. Uh, the website, ericasher.com. There's a slideshow of the uh, sponsor of our fantastic, our fantastic sponsor of this program. And I'm going to tell you right now, folks, I am so appreciative of those sponsors. Uh, again, uh, mo- uh, 99.9% locally owned and operated sponsors. The only national sponsor we have, international sponsor, is William Grant, and that's a family-owned and operated business. Uh, please support family-owned and operated businesses. Please support our local business, and we'd appreciate if you support our, our sponsors as well. Go to ericasher.com. Remember, that slideshow, all you do is, is click on the icon of uh, the sponsor, and it'll take you right to the website. You'll be able to find out everything you need to know about those great sponsors. All right, coming up in just a couple minutes, it's going to be Gary Smith of NOLA.com. He's going to join us. Fletcher Mackle just reached out to me. He's going to be doing a live shot from uh, Turchin. So we're going, to, we're going to take Fletcher at 445 for about 15 minutes to get up to the 5 o'clock hour instead of 4.30. And then Glenn Gilbo is going to join us at 5.10 from USA Today Network. Uh, so that's our guest list for today. We're out a little bit early today uh, because of uh, Tulane UNO uh, Pelican Cup Baseball. Uh, that is, uh, we're out at 5.44. 5.45 is pregame, 6 o'clock for his pitch. Uh, the only time the Greenies and the Privateers will play this season uh, because of COVID-19. And look, I've talked about it a lot on this program. Uh, I think that 
again, is a travesty that the state schools don't all play each other. Uh, and I want to see UNO play play. Tulane and LSU in basketball. I want to see Tulane play LSU in football. I want to see LSU, UNO, and Tulane playing uh, baseball. I want to see, again, all three of those those schools playing each other in basketball, uh, you know, like it was, uh, you know, in the older days. I mean, again, when I was coming up, I mean, for most of my lifetime, uh, again, those, t- those schools played. Uh, and it was an opportunity for those fan bases to get a chance to be able to see the other team. But also, again, it was good fun for the fan bases going back and forth with each other. Uh, it's, it's sad that, again, they don't play as much. And I go, look, money talks today uh, in today's athletic, but that's just the way it is. So, uh, But, again, tonight, the only opportunity for you to see the Greenies and uh, the Privateers on the diamond this year with only one Pelican Cup game. All right, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Kenny Trahan of uh, CrestedySports.com and uh, the sports director here at 106.1 FM. Uh, of course, the host of All Access will join me on the program. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Also, we're streaming live on YouTube on the WLAE-TV YouTube page every Thursday at 1 p.m. 6 p.m. on uh, Thursday on WLAE-TV with our first rebroadcast. The second rebroadcast at 10 p.m. on WLAE-TV 2 on, on Thursday night. Then on Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Also Saturday, 2 a.m. on WLAE-TV 2. And then Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com. Always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook. Without further ado, let's head to the guest line. Joining me on the program now from the Wave Report. Nobody covers the Wave like this gentleman. Also, NOLA.com and The Advocate. He's also doing a little double dipping. Also, again, uh, covering the privateers as well. Gary Smith joins us on the program. Gary, how you doing, bud? Doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing actually, great. I'm what a beautiful day for baseball, huh? Yeah, it, it, what a gorgeous day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tulane's opener this year, not a beautiful day for baseball. That's as <laughs> cold as I've... I, I, my toes were frozen by the end of that yes. game because the media no longer inside the press box for coronavirus reasons, but I'm looking forward to, to tonight that this is perfect weather for baseball. It really is. And, and, and again, look, we talked about it last week. UNO's kind of had Tulane's number yeah. uh, lately when it comes to the Pelican Cup, but this is this is his, his historic series uh, when you talk about mm-hmm. baseball here in New Orleans. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I, I, I remember going to games um, when, I, when I was in high school when um, there were both regional teams. UNO hosted a regional in 1982, yep. the first regional ever hosted in Louisiana. That Tulane and UNO played two great games there. UNO won both of those two, actually. Um, and uh, um, it, it was it was it, the, the, these two teams were marquee baseball programs in the in the 1980s, and um, and, and Tulane obviously continued it for for a lot longer than that. UNO um, dropped off for for a good while, mm-hmm. but it, it looks like Blake Dean may be building UNO back up. Um, he, he 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 certainly caught Tulane's attention in the last few years because because yes. UNO's just simply dominated the series. They've won six of the last seven games. It's crazy because yeah. it's, it's a series that's been pretty close over the years. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and, and and to have one side kind of take 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 over like yeah. that. You know, that, that's, that's a little bit different. Well, let's talk about, why don't you give us a little preview of what's happening tonight, and then I want to go back and talk about what happened in the weekend series, and then I want to touch on basketball before we get out of here sure. this afternoon. But tell the folks again what they can expect tonight. 
Yeah, well, of course, the problem is, and this is this is the reality, and that was what made the Tulane and UL series so great over the weekend, is, is you're not getting the best pitchers <laughs> when Tulane and UNO are playing. It's a, it's, it's a midweek game, so they're throwing midweek arms. And, um, and, and UNO has, for whatever reason, has been able to get the better of those deals in the last few years in a lot of high-scoring games. Uh, Tulane's going with – Tulane, I think, used 14 pitchers against um, Louisiana Lafayette over the weekend, and the guy they're using tonight was not one of those guys, <laughs> um, a junior college guy, Tyler Hall. Hoffman, UNO's going with a guy who pitched one inning against Southern over the weekend, Kyle Cachadorian. Um, so it's, usually these games come down to which team hits the ball better. Cause it, it, they, and, and UNO's won games by scores of like 15 to 10 and 14 to 9 in, in recent years and, and stuff like that. And that's the disappointing thing. Yeah, because you know, when, I, when I was growing up, they were still college conferences hadn't taken over yet. And so you and I were playing on the weekends and they were playing their They were throwing their best arms. I, I remember going to privateer park one day and watching Tulane pitcher, Mark Des Jardins. If you want to talk about a different era, throw a complete mm-hmm. game, seven inning, 16 to 15 victory. Wow. <laughs> but, um, when the wind was blowing out at, at, at the lakefront. Um, so it's kind of a crapshoot when, when these teams play, because it's it basically which one of their, their, what pitcher is going to be able to get the ball over the plate, um, be able to throw reasonably well? That tends to determine who who, who wins the games, um, and 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 so we'll see. And and uh, again, it's it. To, I, I say this. Tulane has a ton of incentive for this game tonight because they're tired of hearing yes. about how UNO has been dominating them over the last few years, and um, and and they 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 want to put a stop to that tonight. We'll we'll right. see if it happens. You, you know, Gary, I'm gonna date myself a little bit, but uh, again, you know, again, I'm not afraid to talk about my age. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 60. Uh, I remember the Win Dixie Showdown, where again, sure. UNO, Tulane, and and uh, and LSU yeah, yeah. were all on the same Louisiana bracket. Uh, you know, reverse yep. Texas teams, Florida teams, Mississippi teams. Those were great times in the dome. <laughs> Those were really special times. There were some great, great, great games <laughs> um, where where they would take on the state of Florida, the state of Texas. Um, um, it, it it really was. Of course, that was that was that was when the Saints were the only other game in town professionally yep. too. Um, but it, it really was. They, they used to get huge crowds. For, for, yep. for I think in California they took on one time. Yeah. The Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. another time. I mean, it was a, it was a great series. It really was. Yeah, it they, they did. It was, I mean, it finally ran its course. But um, that yes. was for about ten, for about ten years. I, I think the first year they played Florida. Um, and and here's the truth: I was a, I was a student at the University of Florida. I was a freshman, I believe, the year okay. that thing started. And Tulane was trailing Florida by five runs in the ninth inning in the dome, and I think it were close to that. Came back and won on a big home run. <laughs> it was a huge celebration. Um, yeah, that was it was it was big it was big time stuff. No doubt. Now, now the, the privateers are two and one. They had a series mm-hmm. against Southern uh, this past weekend. You, you mentioned uh, ULL uh, and and Tulane. Tulane mm-hmm. one and two. Let's talk about Tulane first. You've had a glimpse now of, the, of this team. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's it's hard to get too much into it. It's obviously a disappointing result. Um, Tulane was fifteen and two last year after seven games. They're one and two after three games. But there were there were there were some plenty of good signs. Um, the question for Tulane was going to be its hitting, and they started off a little sluggish. Over- sluggish the first two games but they wrapped they got 20 hits on Sunday and and and, and got a hard luck loss in that but a lot of the young hitters for Tulane look like they're going to be able to get the job done the one real really the only takeaway I have from that the one concern for Tulane is is their um, ULL tried to steal eight bases and they went eight for eight on stolen bases wow. and 
none of the plays were really that close. And like like Travis Jewett said after the series, it's a huge concern because scouting, you know, there's these things called scouting reports, <laughs> and every team <laughs> that can run it all is going to come in and test Tulane to see if they can throw anybody out. Um, other than that, I didn't take much out of that weekend. It was, it was an incredible series, three, ga- three mm-hmm. games, all extra innings. And again, with frontline pitchers going, that's what you want to say. I, I think it should be mandatory <laughs> that Tulane play an in-state team on the first weekend of the year, like a Southeastern Louisiana or a ULL or even a UNO. Right. Uh, that part's not going to happen, but I, I'd love to see it because the drama was terrific over the weekend. Long term, I don't think it meant a, meant a whole lot, except that Tulane does have to fix this. They're, they're, they've got it. They, they used three different catchers over the weekend for each game, and none of them had any success at all throwing any runners out. And, and that's a concern if Tulane is going to be the regional team that that everybody thinks it should be this year. You know, uh, in COVID-19, um, the majority of us have gained weight. It looks like Travis Jewett lost weight. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's doing well. He, I mean, I, look, he's got to bounce in his step because he, he, he's really – it took him a while to get on the proper footing at, at, mm-hmm. at Tulane. He had to get his True. players in the program. He's got his players in the program. And now if Tulane doesn't have a successful year this year, it might be a, a, a different situation. But, but he really likes his team. I, I, that, that's not you – know, coaches will always tell you they like their team. He really does like this team. And, uh, yeah, he's, he, he, he's in a good place right now. Privateers, Blake Dean again uh, with uh, with winning the series against Southern. Uh, what are your thoughts on their program after the first series? Yeah, I mean it's hard to tell again one one weekend, but what they did have was they had a lot of seniors who didn't have to come back who chose to come back because they they, they think they can do some things this year. Um, that and that that was key for for Blake Dean and 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 another senior they have Luther Willard, uh, Willard probably their best player. He, First game of the year, he had seven RBIs against Southern. That, that, that's not bad. And he's been a two-lane killer over the last couple of years. Um, I think he's had nine RBIs um, in, 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 in the six games or so he's played against Tulane. So uh, that, you know, other than that, it, pitching, you know, thinks they're going to have good pitching. We'll, we'll find out as the season goes along. But uh, I think, you know, they're, they're only picked, they're picked in the middle of the pack, maybe sixth in the, in the Southland Conference. I think they can be a little bit better than that this year because they do have a lot of parts returning and, 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 some, some, and it looks like a pretty balanced team. Before we go to break, starting pitcher for tonight's game for both sides. Sure. Tulane is going with Tyler Holcomb, a, a junior college transfer. Um, they, they, they like him. We'll, 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 we'll see what happens. UNO is going with a guy whose name is hard to pronounce, Kyle Cachadorian, and he pitched one inning against Southern over the weekend. But, again, in these games, oftentimes the starters are gone after two innings because it, it's kind of a Charlie Holstaff approach in a, in a, in a lot of these situations. Yes. So we'll, we'll see if either one of those guys is, is still pitching by the third inning. All right, quick break. Gary Smith's going to stay with us. We come back. We're going to talk Tulane UNO basketball. And also, again, Tulane's football schedule came out last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. Going to get his take on the football schedule as well. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Look, we had the rolling blackouts. If you read the paper today, you found out if you lived in Orleans Parish, energy was rolling those blackouts in Orleans more than they had to. Uh, the city council's up in arms. Everybody's uh, everybody's upset by it. You know how you defeat that? You get a generator for your home. And you know where you get your 
generator from? My friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They're your generator sales and service experts. First of all, single day installs. Come out, do a consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator, set the date they're there, they're on time, they're getting the job done right the first time. Also, financing available generators. You can pay that over time. Don't have to come out all that money up front. They'll do a new install quality check after one month, and if you have a generator in your home, 24-7, 365 emergency service. Some people give you lip service on that. Yeah, we'll be out there 24-7. No, they will be out there 24-7. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, Their warehouse is fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator, so there's none of this. Man, we had to go to the uh, supply house, but it was closed. No, they've got the generators in stock. They've got the uh, generator parts in stock. So again, when you need service, they'll give it for you. Now again, remember, uh, if you've utilized your generator 100 hours during the last storm season, you got to get it serviced by a professional. The professionals, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They're your generator sales and service experts, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good i'm here with my good friend mike delahousie of the tiktok cafe what you say there eric hey did i ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio no mike did i ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner hey bud no as a matter of fact you haven't that's because you don't come on man you know that ain't nice and uh, neither is your help oh man then why do you eat here so often well my wife says that i'm a glutton for punishment the tiktok cafe where the video poker is always hot 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 causeway and i-10 better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave me at insagency.com. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. 
The Blood Center is in need of all blood types. COVID shutdowns and storm preparations have affected our community supply of blood and blood components hospitals count on. Roll up your sleeve, save up to three lives, and get some juice and cookies while you're at it. Additionally, all donations are being screened for COVID-19 antibodies. Appointments are encouraged, and you should eat a good meal before donating. Visit thebloodcenter.org to schedule your donation. Don't make patients wait. Donate blood today. Paid for by Protect My Car. Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call for details. Yo, where's your car? Man, my engine blew, and I can't afford to get it fixed. So no car for me. Oh, man. That's why I got me an extended service plan. That way, that blown engine would have cost you nothing to repair. Hold up. You're saying if I had gotten that plan before my engine blew, I could have got it fixed and paid nothing? You got that right. Drivers covered by Protect My Car will not have to pay for any covered repair bill ever again. Man, I really should have called and got my car covered before this huge repair bill hit. If you own a car, truck or SUV made from 1999 or higher, just call 800-447-7138 right now to see if your car qualifies. All repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can become a thing of the past. Just call 800-447-7138 and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. Call 800-447-7138 right now. Call now to find out how you pay nothing for auto repairs. Call 800-447-7138. That's 800-447-7138. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans on a uh, extraordinary Inside New Orleans today. We started at three thirty, so again, those that are going to check out the podcast, get an extra half hour there. But again, we'll be out at five forty-four. We'll be lead you right into um, uh, pregame with UNO and Tulane. Uh, of course, we're the voice of uh, we're the uh, station of the UNO Privateers. Emmanuel Peppis will be having the call for you as uh, the Pelican Cup commences tonight between Tulane and UNO, six p.m. first pitch. Gary Smith of uh, of the Wave Report. TheAdvocateNoel.com is our guest. He covers the wave uh, for, for that great publication. Also, he's been double-dipped. He's been covering the privateers as well, which gives us, again, an opportunity to talk about both teams. But I'm going to concentrate on Tulane first here because last week Tulane's um, uh, football schedule came out, and it's a pretty nice schedule, isn't it, Gary? Yeah. Um, it, you know, Oklahoma is coming to Yeoman Stadium to, to start the season, and that, that's been on the schedule for about four or five years, but I don't think people – there were a lot of people who doubted that it was actually going to happen because a lot of times these, these big these Power 5 schools commit to games like that, and then they pull back <laughs> and, and, and change their mind a couple of years later. But, but it, it's going to happen, and really Oklahoma is the first marquee team that has come to – that will the true marquee team from out of conference that it will have come to Yulman Stadium since it, since it opened in 2014. I mean, Georgia Tech was the first team to ever play Tulane mm-hmm. there, and that was probably the biggest name opponent Tulane's played out of conference, and Georgia Tech ain't Oklahoma, <laughs> that's for sure. Right. So, 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 so that's going to be – that's just going to be a fun fun atmosphere, uh, a, a fun day at Yulman Stadium. Um, and then Tulane also plays at Ole Miss uh, yeah. next year, Lane Kiffin's butt boys. So that, that, that'll, be, that'll be an interesting game. And, and, and in conference, Tulane didn't get any favorites because Cincinnati, which is right now the best team in the league, is, has rotated back on the schedule. Um, so Tulane has, a, I think, a road trip to Cincinnati, and they mm-hmm. have to play UCF, which has been a powerhouse. So it's, a, it, 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 it's definitely a tough schedule. But, you know, Willie Fritz is in his, his, his sixth year. He's at, he's at the point where if, if, if the program's where it needs to be, he, he – you know, he, he can he can handle it and have it and have a successful season. But I, I really I I can't wait for that Oklahoma game. It's, it's just going yeah. to be fun seeing a team like that at Yulman Stadium. 
So as you wrote in the in the paper, Navy and Temple both roll yeah. off the schedule this yeah. year. Is that going to be for a while? Or is it just this season? No, I, it, you know it, they've kind of had to adjust them a little, adjust it a little bit because this you know UConn left the league um, last yep. year, so they're having to. This will be the second year they're gone, but that's kind of made them rejigger things. But usually, I think teams are only off for one or for for a couple of years each. So um, I don't know. It's the first time Tulane hadn't played Navy. That one uh, mm-hmm. caught me by surprise a little bit. Yeah, there, <laughs> that they rotate. It off. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. But I would assume I mean, usually when you're off, you're off for two years because it's a you know mm-hmm. it's a home and a road game, and then you can, and then you come back on. Um, and and right now Temple and Temple Temple Navy have been two of the better programs in the league. But right now they're not two of the better programs mm-hmm. in the league. Right. This might, this might not be the right year for Tulane not to be able to play them. Um, a few years. Well, ago, let, that let's hope that Tulane's going to be a better team. And, and again, yeah. you know, uh, with the, with a test against Oklahoma, playing an SEC opponent on the road like Ole Miss, which has been a perennial. Uh, um, which which has been in the past a, mm-hmm. uh, a rival of, of Tulane, going back to their times in the SEC, right? When, when Tulane was in the SEC, I mean, for, for years, uh, uh, Tulane uh, played Ole Miss. Ole Miss came to the Dome. I mean, we saw that, so I'm glad to see them back on the schedule as well. And, and I'm done. Look, by this time, if you're Willie Fritz, you're ready to start uh, stepping up in class here, so the schedule should, should uh, dictate that as well. Right, look, it's going to be hard for them to beat Oklahoma, obviously. It's going to be hard for sure. them to win at Ole Miss. That, that's just the reality, but – yeah, you know, they've gone to it that it's going to be what they do in conference. Two years ago, they went five and three in conference, and the mm-hmm. last two years they went three and five. This year, next year, they're not going to be able to go three and five in conference and get to a bowl game. But they don't. That's not what their goals are anyway. They want to compete for a conference championship. Yes. And 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 if and, you know, and, and if they can get into that position with with a, with a with a terrific quarterback and Michael Pratt coming back as a sophomore, then, then they'll then they'll be fine. They could they could they could they could survive two non-conference losses if that if that's what happens. If they're as good as Willie Fritz thinks they should be by this stage in this program. Let's shift to Tulane basketball. Talk a little bit about the Greenies. Um, they <laughs> a crazy game um, on Saturday. They they had by far their best offensive output of the year. First game all yes. year where they shot better than 50%. The ball movement was great. Jalen Forbes scored a career high <laughs> 30 points. Um, they they, they it, it was it was it was just um, Jordan Walker had a career high 10 assists, eight of which came in the first 12 minutes of the game. So you think they're going to beat a UCF team? Uh, problem was UCF shot 53%, and the Tulane defense, which had been terrific for the last month, <laughs> could not shut that team down. And, and all credit to UCF, they hit a lot of tough. I mean, they, hit, they, they hit everything. I mean, they, they couldn't miss. They they missed their first five shots and then hit 60% for the rest of the game, over 50% from three-point range. Another tough loss for Tulane in a, in a close game. In the span of eight days, they lost to UCF 53 to 49 and 84 to 81. That 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 doesn't that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but but I, I, Tulane played pretty well overall. I mean, if UCF doesn't, you know, doesn't shoot the lights out, that's a game Tulane wins. Uh, tough week coming up at Memphis tomorrow night. Memphis mm-hmm. started off slowly. They're playing a lot better. They turn teams over just like Tulane does, but they also block a lot of shots. They've got a seven-foot freshman center back there who, who, who wreaks havoc uh, defensively, and it's going to be a tough assignment for, for Tulane winning at Memphis. And then they got to play Friday afternoon at, at, at Cincinnati, too. Cincinnati's not particularly good this year, but it's in, it feels like Tulane's been on the road forever now. <laughs> um, played four straight road games, had one home game, and, and back for, for two more road games, but one thing I, I can guarantee you, they're going to play hard and they're going to give themselves a chance a chance to win. They're so young still, I'm not sure they're going to be able to get a win in either one of those games, but they'll give themselves a chance. Got to talk about Lisa Stockton approaching 600. Uh, again, her great career as, as the uh, head basketball coach at Tulane. Yeah, um, 
Yeah. Tulane is not a place that's done a lot of winning in a lot of sports over the last 20 no. years. Lisa Stockton's done a lot of winning. <laughs> and, and, and that's why she's one win away from, from 600. And, and even more encouragingly, the, the, the program had taken, had taken a dip in, in, in recent years a little bit. This, she, this looks like a really good team. They've got a heck of a, they've got a heck of a freshman um, who scored 30 points and 29 points in two games last week. Um, the recruiting ha- ha- has been better. Um, there's a good chance Lisa Stockton gets her 600th win this week, and and she she's not going to stop there because it looks like she this the, that program is on the rebound. If not this year, next year, this is a team that could that can do some damage in in the American Athletic Conference. Last night, uh, uh, UNO 88-63 uh, over Central Arkansas. They're now 5-13 and 13 overall, uh, trying to be able to eke their way into the uh, mm-hmm. Southland Conference Tournament. Your thoughts on, on the privateers? Yeah, I mean, they should be able to make the Southland Conference Tournament. Um, they don't have a lot of they, – they've still got nickels left on the schedule, which is one of the elite teams in the league. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's UNO beating other teams <laughs> that, are on, that, are, that have been on their level so far. And I really do think that this UNO team is better – than what its record shows, at least at least in potential. And they, they 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 had the long COVID break. They came back and played a heck of a game against Stephen F. Austin and, and couldn't win it. Um, they've just got to they just got to hold serve at home, win a couple home games, and find a way. They haven't won a game on the road all year. They, they, they've got to fix that. But they've got three really really good players in in, in Derek Saints, Hilaire, Troy Troy Green, and Damian Rosser, and. And that should be enough. I think right now they're in the eighth position, so they would be the final seed in the conference tournament. And, and, and I could see them rising another spot. I, I don't see them slipping down. So I, I do think they'll be able to extend their season into the, into the conference tournament. Always appreciate your time, my friend. Uh, tell the folks about your website, how folks can follow you on social media, and what you got coming up for us in the paper. Sure. Uh, my website, Tulane.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com, had full coverage of the, the baseball series against ULL, and it really was a terrific baseball series. <laughs> I mean, all, Tulane could have won all three games, could have lost all three games, happened, they went one and two, but it was just, it was, it was just, it was just exciting, exciting, tense, tense baseball the whole weekend. Um, right now, I'm working on a uh, story on Ron Hunter. He, he admits um, going into the Memphis game, he admits early this year he was coaching. He looks like he coaches angry all the time, but he's actually not an angry guy. He says because of him getting sick, because of the COVID situation, he was an angry guy for the first half of the year. He, he's decided to tone it down. His team's playing a lot better because he's been more relaxed and they're having fun again. And he, he admitted he had stopped having fun for a while this year. Well, looking forward to it as always. Thanks so much for your time. We'll check in with you next week. Thanks for having me on the show. That's, uh, again, Gary Smith of The Wave Report, NOLA.com, and The Advocate. We'll be right back. Right now is the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You'll get a free ultraviolet air purifier, a high-efficiency air filter, 10 years parts and labor warranty, three years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside services at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now 
at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily we know what you're missing in your kitchen oceana group at southern tire auto works we do it all whether it's a simple oil change wheel alignment preventive maintenance brake repair installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system if you need repairs on climate control systems cooling systems electronic or electrical systems we are the experts at southern tire auto works we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs hickory and airline and menory open monday through friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at bobbyabears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue. Or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nola. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and Gift Cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266 266- 2511. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504 407 3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside-to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate? TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Right now is the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You'll get a free ultraviolet air purifier, a high-efficiency air filter, 10 years parts and labor warranty, three years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com. 
acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Hey, join me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Kenny Tran's going to be my guest. Of course, we'll be live streaming on YouTube at 1 o'clock on Thursday, live broadcast on WLE on Thursday at 1 o'clock, rebroadcast 6 p.m. on Thursday at L- on LAE, a rebroadcast at 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE TV on 2 on Thursday, Friday 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce on Saturday morning, and then 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon on uh, Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com. Looking forward to having Kenny back on the program. It's been a while. And, um, again, we'll cover it all. Prep the pros. We'll do it on um, on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, Fletcher Mackle is going to join us in uh, about six minutes from now. And uh, we'll talk to him about the Pelicans and the Saints. Uh, Tiger Woods uh, was uh, was in a one-vehicle single-call roll- rollover accident this morning at about 7 a.m. in California. He had to be extracted from his vehicles using the jaws of life. Now, He's in a local hospital. Uh, there have been multiple reports coming out about the injuries, but, again, nothing confirmed here. All I can say is that most of the reports say that, that he has moderate to critical injuries to his legs. Uh, again, they're not saying what it is, uh, et cetera, but, uh, again, uh, again, he had to be extracted by the jaws of life. Roller, one, a single-call rollover accident, so nobody else involved, about 7 a.m. this morning uh, in California. Uh, as far as the Pelicans go, we talked about this a little bit the first hour. Sedarius uh, Thornwell, a uh, guy that's got a little bit of time as a reserve, really played well for him in the bubble uh, last year. Uh, he has been waived now for salary, cra- salary cap considerations. Uh, his salary was set to become fully guaranteed this week. Uh, it's listed at about 986000 on on the uh, on the site that I go to for the um, for the salaries, but uh, I've read in separate uh, uh, reports that it's about 546000 It was guaranteed. So, again, the Pelicans um, uh, are right up there against the luxury tax threshold uh, have, 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 gone, gone, have moved away from Thornwell because of his salary. Uh, they, they have 13 players on the roster now. They have dropped from the eighth highest payroll in the NBA to the 13th highest payroll in the NBA. Uh, and uh, remember, March 25th is the NBA trading deadline. We fully expect them to be able to uh, be very active uh, before the trading deadline. We've talked about J.J. Redick. We talked about Eric Bledsoe today. We've talked about Lonzo Ball in, in the past. Even yesterday, we did an extensive conversation about Lonzo Ball and why he's making it more difficult for the Pelicans to trade him right now simply because of his age, 23, his upside in terms of, of a player and a point guard. Uh, I've talked about it before, you know, three coaches in three years. I mean, that's tough on a young player. Okay, when, when you're in a situation like that. But the one thing you could say about Lonzo Ball, and this is the reason why, again, I may be willing, you know, uh, as, as someone that pontificates about this on a, on a daily basis, to maybe keep him long here long term. He has shown to be coachable. Okay, he's not the guy that a lot of people made him out to be uh, because of his dad. You know, again, he's quite the opposite. He's a guy that's a gym rat. He works on his game. Uh, he's done everything in, in, within his power to change his shooting stroke, thanks to Fred Vinson, the assistant coach with the Pelicans, who has been an incredible shooting coach. Uh, again, helped him with that. You've seen that. You've seen the, the transformation, him knocking down the threes. They're asking him to do a little bit little bit different uh, scenario than they did uh, when Gentry was the head coach here. So he's making it tough. He's making it very, very difficult for them to be able to, to trade him. But at the same time, he He's also raising his draft stock. 
So, so teams that, again, that are looking at him, seeing the upside there, uh, are saying, man, you know, we could get, possibly get him for a steal. Remember, he's in, the, uh, he's in the final year of his deal. Next year, there's a qualifying offer uh, for about $14 million, and uh, the Pelicans can pick up that qualifying offer. As a restricted free agent, he has the ability to, be go, to go out and negotiate with any other team. Pelicans have the right of first refusal. Remember, uh, when, when, you, when Clutch Sports is his... Um, is his agency, and uh, we all know about Clutch Sports and Anthony Davis, and of course the the history now with the uh, with the Pelican organization. Uh, but we'll see how that kind of plays out. Boogie Cousins was waived today by the Rockets. There's been a lot of talk about there that maybe the Pelicans may look at Boogie Cousins. I certainly hope not. Boogie Cousins is not the same player he once was. Uh, again, once he, he tore the Achilles tendon here when he was a New Orleans Pelican, he's never been the same. I said it when he did it. A big guy like that, he'll he'll never be the guy that can dominate dominate inside like he once did, and he. He's not. He's a guy that now has been relegated to a big 6'11 guy who shoots out from the outside. He doesn't mix it up in the middle. He's still not a great defensive player. Uh, to me, there's no reason to bring in a Boogie Cousins to New Orleans, but he has been waived. He's looking to try to hook on with a with another uh, with a with a contender. We'll see how that kind of plays out uh, for him. Also, want to want to remind everybody about the NFL. I do not believe that the Pelican, I'm sorry, that the Saints are going to have a franchise tag placed on a on, on a player this year. In other words, again, it would be too expensive to put a franchise tag on Trey Hendrickson because you have to be uh, paid uh, a, 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 an average of the top five players at your position. And I don't think he's worth the top five players at the defensive end position when you're talking about premium pass rushers and what they get paid. The other player that's being looked at, again, is Marcus Williams. And I would say the same there. To me, he's not a top five safety. Some people believe he is. I do not. And I certainly don't think that in, in a year where you're cash-strapped, you can afford to put a one-time franchise tag on a player, no matter who that player is at this point. So, again, the teams have until March 9th at 3 p.m. New Orleans time to put the franchise tag on a player. A lot of people, again, are, are watching closely what's going on in Dallas with Dak Prescott and, and, of course, the Dallas Cowboys, where the Cowboys are going to put the tag on him once again. Uh, and that will be the last time they'll be able to tag him, and he will be an unrestricted free agent next year. Uh, there's been a lot of pushback in terms of their contract negotiations. It'll be interesting to see on how this kind of plays out uh, with the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott uh, in a year where there's going to be a lot of traveling for, for quarterbacks, teams that, again, are moving on from their quarterback, moving, moving on to, an, uh, to a, again, maybe a younger version or a version of, of a quarterback that they feel they can get them to the next level. Uh, it's going to be a revolving door for quarterbacks in this offseason. All right, do we have uh, Fletcher? Okay, we're waiting on Fletcher Mackle. Will that give me time to remind everybody about my friends over at Southern Tire? Family-owned and operated since 1972. They're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tire. Look, they offer a large selection of tires. Largest selection in the city, bar none. Uh, and if you're looking for a new set of tires or a new set of wheels, they got a, a wheel selection that, that, that again, I don't know if there's a, ta- a, a, a place in town that's got a better wheel selection for you. Uh, wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Here's the kicker. Financing is available. You can finance that over time. Uh, also, if you got damaged rims, man, they're the place you take your rims. Don't throw the rims out. Put them in the junkyard. If you've got a, let's say you've, you've leased a car and you're bringing back the, your car with those aloe rims on it, man, I tell you what, they get damaged. They, the, the dealership wants to wants you to pay for those. Bring them to Southern Tire. Let them repair those rims. Make them good as new before you bring them back to the dealership. 
it, again, it's a no-brainer. You got damaged rims, you, you, you get them uh, Southern Tire to fix them for you. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, uh, open 8 to 6, Monday through Friday, 8 to 3, Saturday. And also, uh, again, you can go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. So give them a call at 737-1558. Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports joins us on the program. Fletch, how are you doing? I am doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Fletch. Good to have you. Fletch, let's talk Pelicans first. A lot of talk about moving Josh Hart possibly into the starting lineup, Eric Bledsoe, uh, as a reserve. To me, Eric Bledsoe has not not performed uh, up to the standards that I thought he was going to perform uh, with the Pelicans. Josh Hart is the heart and soul of this team. I'll just tell you personally, I would not move Josh Hart from the second unit. I would consider having him with the finishing five, but I would would keep him with that second unit. What, What do you think? So this is what I think. I, I, I don't understand. Look, I get it's more important sometimes who finishes games than who starts games. I certainly understand the quote-unquote finishing five over the starting five. But I think that that's people overthinking it a little too much. Why can't Josh Hart start and finish? Zion starts and finishes. Brandon Ingram starts and finishes. Mm-hmm. It, you know, to me, like, Josh Hart continues to provide a spark off the bench. And look, I agree. His ultimate role is probably as a very good six-man, and if he continues to emerge in that role, maybe eventually if the Pelicans get better, he could be a six-man-of-the-year candidate. But if your sure. starting lineup has holes and you have questions, it's just I've never understood the logic of, you know, Byron Scott told me that a long time ago, and, and he was a straight shooter, one of the, the straightest shooters that you'll ever find. He goes, I'll worry about the bench when we get our starting five locked in and we're ready to go. To me, all these people that are like, you're crazy. He has to come off the bench. Well, not if Eric Bledsoe's a starter. Why would Josh Hart come off the bench if Eric Bledsoe is, is really struggling and is erratic and doesn't seem to be as engaged as he was on a championship-caliber team like Milwaukee? So to me, I would say let's go ahead and put Josh Hart in the starting lineup, and he can still finish games too. Now, again, does that weaken your bench? Yes, it weakens your bench. But this is a team right now that is still – 13 and 17 overall, and and isn't exactly a fourth. So to me, if they were 17 and 13, and we were saying, wow, we're going to weaken the bench, you know, you got to figure out what your starting rotation is and who your starters and finishers are. And to me, I just think that it, it just seems like, why not? Let Josh Hart is, to me, earn the opportunity mm-hmm. to give you something from the opening tip-off. Nico Melli has, has seen a little bit more time. He got a lot of time because, again, Stephen Adams' injury, uh, in, in, especially in the Boston game. Do you think that's something that's going to continue? Um, I don't know if Nico Melli's minutes are going to increase. I think he gave them nice minutes. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. The, the fact that Stephen Adams was out and the fact that J.J. Redick got ejected from the game yes. and they needed spacing, I think that was more – out of necessity than design. I like Nico Melli. I actually mentioned this the other day to a group that I was with, that I think if Zion is going to be this jumbo facilitator in point Zion, that maybe you could get Melly some more minutes because he would help with spacing, and you could play Zion, Melly, and, and Steven Adams in a front court mm-hmm. together. So maybe he gets more minutes because they'll need more spacing. But I think what you saw against the Celtics was more out of necessity because of J.J. Reddick getting ejected than it was by design to put him out there for 17 minutes in all of the fourth quarter and in an overtime. 
Pelicans uh, wave Cenarius Thornwell today, opening up a roster spot. Again, they're two down, uh, opening up some cash as well. His contract was going to be fully guaranteed this week. Uh, with that said, March 25th is the trading deadline. We keep waiting and, and, and anticipating Griff starting to be aggressive. When do you anticipate that happening, if at all? J.J. Redick, Eric Bledsoe, Lonzo Ball, all been discussed about possibly being moved. Yeah, look, I don't know. I- I don't know if waiting for Griff to be aggressive is something that people should be waiting for. I certainly, I could see it going either way. I think David Griffin has said from day one he wants to build this quote-unquote organically, slowly, doesn't want to rush the process. I could see him making a move with Lonzo Ball because he's going to be a restricted free agent. We're still uncertain if he's a core piece going forward. I could see them hanging on to Lonzo Ball and then this summer trying to work out a sign-and-trade deal with Lonzo Ball to a team that he wants to go to. So I don't know if waiting for him to be aggressive is the right approach. Look, the Pelicans have two-star players. There's no doubt about that. Zion Williamson, I think, is going to make the all-star team tonight. Brandon Ingram has all-star stats, just like last year, even though he probably won't make the team this year. To me, they're in a good position, and I don't think they're going to do some knee-jerk, get-rich-quick scheme, if you will, to try to jumpstart the process. If they see a trade out there that benefits them, I think they'll jump all over it. I don't think they're going to be aggressive in trying to do what Dell Demps did. Dell Demps constantly traded away first-round draft picks for young veterans and was always trying to stay mm-hmm. one step ahead of the process, if you will, and it didn't work out well. I think that Griff, and look, it's hard to be patient in the world of high-stakes win-now, pro sports with social media and everything that the, is the immediacy of life. It's hard to be patient, but I think you see Zion at 20, Ingram at 23, and you know the future is bright. So I don't think he has to be forced into an aggressive move, even if that means buying out Reddick, even if that means holding on to Lonzo. I could see them stand pat at the deadline and just buy out Reddick and let him go chase a ring with, with the Brooklyn Nets. Or I could mm-hmm. see them making a move for Lowry Markin in by moving Lonzo Ball again. I think everything is on the table for this team, and I don't know if I would lean one way or the other. Fletch, we only got a couple minutes left. You got to get to the newscast. I got to get to a break. But uh, let me ask about about Drew Brees. I'm getting this uh, every day. I'm getting questions now because Brees has not made his announcement yet on, on his retirement. I, look, I, I think they're they're at this point trying to find the right time, hoping they maybe to get through COVID so they can give him a proper send off. I do not believe that Brees is sitting there mulling the possibility of coming back. What do you think? Drew Brees is retiring. Here's the thing. He basically announced it unofficially when he helped the Saints salary structure-wise by cutting his pay down to the league minimum. If he was going to take a pay cut, he could have gone from $25 million to $15 million if he still wanted to play. The maneuver that he made three weeks ago to shave his salary down to the league minimum to help the Saints out from a salary cap perspective was a clear indication he is not coming back to professional football. Now, I agree with you. When does he officially say, I'm going to retire? And, and when do they do the whole send-off that he deserves, a king send-off? I don't sure. know. But again, make no mistake for your listeners right now, he is not still mulling over, am I coming back? I know that, again, he could still do a 180 in reverse course and say, I've, I've thought it over and I want to play. But every person you speak with is talking about Breeze in past tense even on airline drive, and they would be utterly and completely shocked if he reversed course because I think everybody knows he, he is retiring.
Yep, I would agree. Fletch, uh, you're out at, you're out at uh, the Turchin uh, Stadium now, Greer Field. Uh, um, tell us about what you got coming up for us on Channel 6 Sports. Yeah, I am, Eric. Yeah, sorry, that's why I was a little late getting on today. Um, but it's a gorgeous night. I mean, literally beautiful, perfect weather out here. UNO coming from the lakefront to take on Tulane. Privateers are 2-1. and one. Tulane, amazing series against UL. All three games went to extra innings. They're 1-2. and two. It should be a great night, beautiful weather. And we'll have the highlights tonight at 10 on WDSU. Fletch, we'll, check up, we'll catch up with you again next week. Uh, have, have a great evening. And uh, as always, thanks for being on the program. All right. Sorry I couldn't be on longer. Thanks for having me. No problem, bud. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up on it next week. That is Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up uh, uh, this hour. Remember, in the second hour, we're going to be joined by Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. We'll talk some Tigers with him. Of course, your phone calls are welcome. 260-1061. I'm Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. This report is sponsored by Macy's. This week at Macy's, discover big savings on new looks for you and the family, like warm coats for him and her, women's shoes for any weather, and great home updates for bedroom and bath going on now at Macy's. Plus, Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe exit. If you're traveling on the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays remain steady from Claiborne to the Chapatula St. Peter's exit. Delays a solid 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. Also look out for backups on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just past Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, your backups are from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And be mindful of delays on 10 westbound from Clearview to Power. I'm Ed Robinson. On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 fillet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle right now is the time to get thinking about anything you need for your home comfort this year hi eric asher once again talking about my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating this month they're offering incentives to anyone planning ahead they have discounts on indoor air cleaners to keep your home healthy and right now you can save thousands in discounts and rebates on new heating and cooling systems for home comfort there's no one else i trust more than burkhardt and this month they'll help you save visit acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. 
Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 544, leading you right into the Pelican Cup between Tulane and UNO. That's uh, Tulane UNO baseball live from Turchin Field uh, tonight right here on 106.1 FM. I want to thank Fletcher Mackle and also Gary Smith for joining us in, in, uh, in this 4 o'clock hour. Uh, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, it will be um, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. And also, uh, during the break, I'll be checking in with, again, uh, Los Angeles um, News because they're going to have a going um, to have a press conference about uh, the condition of Tiger Woods, who had to be extracted from the, his vehicle using the jaws of life after a single uh, car rollover accident this morning at about 7 a.m. Uh, again, no word on, on the extent of the injuries, but they are saying that um, they're moderate to critical injuries to his legs. Well, hopefully we'll find out more in the break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm Hills Derek Asher. We'll be right back. Anytime. The Wendy's app. So get to Wendy's and always be baconating. We got you. Offer available at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. Renee runs with us because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a 1 Series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315.
talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Inside New Orleans. It's, it's an extraordinary Inside New Orleans today. Of course, we came on at 3.30. Uh, got, uh, again, a lot accomplished in that first half hour. Then we had our friend uh, Gary Smith and Fletcher Mackle on in our second hour. Uh, again, the uh, the 4 o'clock hour. And then uh, this hour, just a few minutes away, about four minutes away from Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. We will be out early today, 5.44. We're done. We're, we're passing it off to um, uh uh, UNO baseball, UNO taking on Tulane uh, at Turchin uh, for the Pelican Cup. The only time those two teams will play uh, this year because of COVID-19. Uh, so, again, uh, UNO baseball right here on 106.1 FM today. Uh, by the way, you won't hear Kenny Trahan or Jude Young tonight because of that, uh, but you will see Kenny Trahan on my award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports Show. Uh, he joins us this Thursday at 1 p.m. with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV, also streaming live on YouTube on the WLAE YouTube page. Also, 6 o'clock, rebroadcast WLAE-TV on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on uh, Thursday night on WLAE-TV2, Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, uh, followed by 10 p.m. on WLAE-TV, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, WLAE-TV2. That's every Saturday morning. And then every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, Kenny Trahan of 106.1. FM, Saints Hall of Fame, also, again, Crested Sports uh, will join us on the program uh, this week. Uh, don't forget, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app to this program, also Nash FM 106.1. Our podcast available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. If for some reason we're not on your favorite, hey, drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com. I'd love to have the chance to get it on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, again, uh, search Inside New Orleans Radio Show with, with Eric Asher. Uh, as mentioned, uh, in uh, we've well, we're just a few minutes away from Glenn Gilbo. Uh, I mentioned before I went to break that I was going to try to find out more about Tiger Woods. Uh, the, they're just having a parade of, uh, of, uh, of officers from the different sheriff's departments and police departments uh, in Los Angeles that are involved in the uh, press conference right now. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. Uh, but again, Tiger Woods uh, had a single-car rollover accident this morning in California at about 7 a.m. He was distracted from the vehicle using the jaws of life. He is in a local hospital. His injuries are said to be moderate.
suffered critical injuries to his legs. Uh, he is said to be in surgery. His agent said he's in surgery for, uh, again, to repair a, um, uh, some damage to, uh, to his legs. So we'll find out ultimately, again, how, down, how severe that is. And, you know, again, prayers go up for, for Tiger Woods, hoping that that is not going to be something uh, that is going to prevent him from living a normal life and also being able to be involved in the, in, in the, in the game of golf because of what he's done for the game of golf. Uh, again, uh, has, has, been, has been tremendous, even though, again, let's face it, dealing with the back issues and everything he's dealt with over the last few years, he's not the same player he once was, the dominant player, but he still is must-see TV. When Tiger Woods is playing in a tournament, uh, people from around the world are watching the tournament no matter what. Whether they're watching to see if he's, if he's still got it or if he's going to fail, he is much-watch TV. Uh, our prayers go to Tiger Woods as, again, he is uh, uh, in surgery now uh, dealing with the uh, injuries from the accident this morning. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's head to the guest line, uh, and we'll talk to uh, Glenn Gilbo for a few minutes on the program. Remember, we're out of here at 544 uh, this afternoon because of uh, Tulane UNO baseball. Uh, but without further ado, let's head up to Baton Rouge. Our good friend Glenn Gilbo, USA Today Network, joins us. Glenn, how you doing? Good, Eric. How are you? Beautiful day. Doing, doing great, Glenn. Man, what a beautiful day in New Orleans. I'm sure it's the same in Baton Rouge, huh? It is. It is. And Lafayette. I was in Lafayette today, too. Oh, you were in Lafayette today as well? Oh yeah. Any anything you want to anything you want to tease us about your Lafayette trip? You got a got a, got a story coming up for us? No, no. It was just a meeting, a, a meeting in the uh, in the office uh, was all it was, man. Not a not a story. hadn't uh, hadn't been able to get up there uh, much uh, with with COVID and with the uh, ice weather last week. So gotcha. Just had a little meeting in the in the the main office. Well, before we get started, look. Um, well, just a quick question. I mean, did, uh, you, you've you've heard about the Tiger Woods situation? Uh, anything you can add? Anything you heard that maybe I haven't told the audience uh, since I've been on the air? No, I was just I was just shocked, and, and I'm hoping he's okay and uh, is able to uh, you know be normal and, and and play again. I mean, he's had so many injuries, uh, but uh, it was just it was just shocking. And when you see some of the uh, pictures. Uh, you know, I just I just hope he's okay. I mean, uh, I'm I'm like a lot of people. I, I started following golf more and more when he joined the tour 24 years ago. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, I hope he's all right. Yep, no, no doubt about it. And like as I was mentioning, as we were as we were getting ready to come to you, uh, he's not the same player he was, but he still is. Uh, and and uh, he still, it is still is um, must-see TV. Uh, ESPN is reporting that Tiger Woods was reportedly on his way to meet Saints quarterback Drew, Drew Brees this morning when he was uh, injured in that car crash. Now, again, that's ESPN reporting that, uh, that he was on his way to meet Drew Brees. Now, i got to be I thought Drew Brees was in Hawaii. He had, he had posted something over the weekend. Uh, it looked like, again, something about Hawaii. I thought he was in Hawaii with his family. Uh, but I, I, the, supposedly he was on his way to meet Drew Brees. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's just well, that, that's still, that's being reported by ESPN. Yeah, well, well, it happened in LA, and then, and obviously Drew has a home in, in San Diego and is a yep. good golfer. Um, but uh, wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. Well, let's talk some Tigers, and, and you got a chance to see the Tiger baseball team this weekend. Um, again, this, it's a very very small sample size, but just your thoughts. Well, you know, I really like the. Uh, pitching i like the relief pitching um they got middle relief they got uh a good closer and then there's some arms that they still want to look at that's why they lost the game 
Sunday. They could have won it easily by, by throwing uh, Fontenot, but um, you got to find out who can pitch. Um, and Dylan Cruz, man, remember his name. He, he's a freshman right fielder. He hit a home run Sunday. He hit a home run yesterday. Uh, he, he's the type guy that maybe could, uh, could carry the team, you know, just a, a, a power hitter. And, uh, you know, he, he ought to change the spelling of his name to C-R-U-C, like Jose Cruz. But Of course. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's been called the, uh, you know, the, the, the best prospect coming to college this year. You know, the other ones were drafted and went into pro ball. So he, he's, he was a major get by uh, Coach Maneri, and so far he hasn't uh, disappointed. And um, the uh, shortstop, Zach Arnold, has, has looked pretty good, too. Uh, so I think there's a lot of reasons to get get excited about. I wouldn't, you know, worry about some non-conference losses. People need to realize that those are practice games. I mean, they're really they're really all practice games until uh, the SEC starts. Yep, uh, they play against uh, well Lafayette on Wednesday. Uh, right. They took two or three against Tulane over the weekend. They're supposed to have a pretty good ball club as well. Yeah, the Cajuns are, are, are good. Louisiana Tech was a, was a good team. They, they yep. beat Air Force bad uh, before they had LSU down 5-1 to one yesterday, uh, and they're playing the Cajuns tonight. But uh, there's uh, the, the Cajuns, LSU, Tech, there's, there's some good baseball teams in the state as usual. Yeah, and, and that's, again, that, that's really good because, again, look, a lot of it – with again the seniors getting a chance to come back, only five rounds in the, in the major league draft last year. That has a lot to do again with a lot, a lot of the guys coming back, making these teams stronger. But Louisiana traditionally has had really good baseball. That's why the midweek games have been so entertaining. Uh, but really again tough because here if, if you're Paul Maneri, you're trying to try all these arms and you're trying to against against uh, midweek games against uh, Louisiana schools. And a lot of times those Louisiana schools they're throwing the best they have to try to beat beat, beat an LSU. But at the same time it's great competition it's not a, a big huge drop off in midweek games when you're playing louisiana competition well in fact lsu really doesn't play anybody good on the weekend from out of state so i think their uh, in-state opponents during the weekdays during this pre-non-conference season are better than the uh, weekend opponents um they play uh, youngstown state i think coming up and some other kind of no names in in baseball uh, so they'll have plenty of time to figure out who, 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 who can play and who can't. Now, again, we talked a little bit about this last week, Glenn. The pitching staff looks like it's going to carry this team. Uh, again, uh, but, but, again, still worried about, about what's going to happen in the field and also the timely hitting, still, still a little bit of an issue. And, but, of course, again, small sample size in just the first week in a baseball. Yeah, exactly. It's a long, it's a long season. Um, but Jaden Hill looked, looked excellent uh, in his start on, on Saturday. Landon Marceau looked, looked pretty good, too. Devin Fontenot and Matthew Beck looked, looked good in relief. Uh, A.J. LeBas, uh struggled yesterday um, against, against Tech. But, um, you know, they, they, got, they got some arms. He's got some arms to, to look at. Uh, Edwards is pitching tonight, who's, uh, who's got some promise. I mean, uh, tomorrow night. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, the, how this pitching staff develops. And he's got a couple of left-handers, thank goodness. They didn't have any left-handers the last couple of years, or not many of them at all. Well, again, looks like a great year in the SEC for baseball as well. We talked a little bit about it last week. LSU was picked fourth by the coaches in the SEC West. Uh, the, the SEC is stacked top to bottom. 
Right, and and you know that's the good and bad thing about all these uh, guys getting an extra year. You know, uh, there's there's plenty of teams. You know, really LSU is, I would say they're, you know, top five or six in in, in talent in in the league, which which tells you how strong the league is, especially the West. So it's going to be a wild season, I think, because you you do have a glut of players because of the limited draft last year. Let's shift gears to LSU basketball, and um, I'll tell you what. Let me take a quick break first, okay, because okay. I'll, I'll be behind on my break. But when I come back, I want to talk about LSU basketball. They moved up in the RPI. They've won, they've won their last two games, again, uh, be, beating a, a, a Tennessee team that was, that was, that was, that was ranked. Of course, the, they blow Auburn out over the weekend. Uh, we got Glenn Gilbo with us from USA Today Network. Quick break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation. We'll talk some LSU basketball with him. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. you got a problem with your AC system or your heating system, your generator, tankless water heater. Uh, don't forget also about, about the, uh, all your electrical needs. They, again, they're handling all your electrical needs, uh, uh, that, that standby generator. I mean, really a one-stop shop for you when it comes to Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. And don't forget about that APCO whole home air treatment system. You're worried about COVID-19? You're worried about viruses in your home, keeping the, keeping the air fresh in your home uh, think about that apco whole home air treatment system burkhardt can handle it all for you 15 trucks in the field 30 minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business nate certified technicians highest certification in the industry and of course a, a company you can truly trust again it's about reputation with burkhardt over 10,000 customers you now they built this business referrals one customer telling another customer how they were treated and again it's going on and on and that's how they built that business burkhardt air conditioning and heating they're there for you 24 7 365, they answer the phone. You need help? Give, give Burkhardt a call. Go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Project Shine makes it easy for good people to connect with great causes, bringing fresh light to a dark and troubled world. When you help someone else, you help yourself, and that makes the world a better place. Visit Volunteer Match and brighten someone's day today. Thanks for being a part of Project Shine. 106.1 Nash Icon. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. 
So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative, and their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-517-9383. That's 800-517-9383. 800-517-9383. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Celebrate Fish Fry Fridays each week during Lent. Restaurants all across New Orleans are participating in a fundraiser to benefit Hospitality Cares, a partnership with the Louisiana Hospitality Foundation and United Way of Southeast Louisiana. Fish Fry Fridays feature Lenten seafood specials and raise funds to help hospitality workers. Sponsored by New Orleans Fish House and Tabasco Brand. Don't let the pandemic force you to miss your favorite Lenten tradition. Find your Fish Fry at Fish Fry Friday. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Again, we're, uh, we're out at 544 today because of Tulane UNO Baseball Pelican Cup uh, at Turchin. Uh, of course, uh, Emmanuel Pepys will have the uh, call uh, for the UNO Privateers. We are the home for the UNO Privateers right here on 106.1 FM. Uh, pre-game, 545 uh, first pitch, 6 o'clock, right here on uh, 106.1. Uh, but before we move back to, to Glenn Gilbo, I want, want to throw out a shout-out congratulations to the Xavier uh, New Orleans baseball team. Uh, it's been dormant for decades. Uh, they will be playing their first game this afternoon, and uh, good luck again as they bring baseball back uh, at Xavier. Do you remember when Xavier had baseball? I mean, I've got to be honest with you, Glenn, I don't remember. I saw a, an, a, a, a story on it on one of our local um, uh, television stations recently, uh, uh, but Xavier bringing baseball back. When was the last year they had a team? Man, I want to say it had to be back in the 60s. Golly, yeah, I covered some Xavier uh, Dillard basketball games, which were right? awesome in the in the 80s when I was working for the uh, part-time for the Picayune, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember Xavier playing baseball or anybody famous that's, that's come out of there. 
um, you know, because, you know, you had Lou Brock played at uh, Southern uh, but uh, and some other players. But, um, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, it's um, why wouldn't they have baseball? It's not that expensive of a sport. And, and, and look, it's – when you when you look at it now again, you got uh, that, that uh, what is that that MLB Youth Academy um, uh, out in uh, in, in uh, Gentilly that they can play at. It's going to be the home field for Xavier now. So uh, I'm, again, it's the first time since 1960. I had to look it up, it, but 1960, wow. the year I was born, the year you were born, is the last time no, they had no, a baseball team. No, I'm younger than you, pal. I was born in 61. And you, you oh, 61. So you're, you're the same age yeah. as my brother. So you're, so I got you yeah. by a year. There you go. Yeah. You know, back then, back then, you know, those the Catholic families, they just kept popping them out, right, every year. <laughs> well, that's amazing. So Xavier was playing at about the time the Pelicans were were finishing. I think the Pelicans finished in the late 50s, uh, the, the pro baseball team right there, not far from uh, from Xavier. They used to play right there on Carrollton. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, of course, then became the old Fountain Blue Hotel uh, when right. they tore down old Pelican Stadium. Uh, and, uh, of course, when I lived in Mid-City when I was growing up, before we moved uptown, uh, we weren't too far from the, from the old Fountain Blue Hotel. Nice to hear the old-timers talk about the old Pelican Stadium for years and years and years growing up. Uh, again, yeah. Those that lived yeah, in Mid-City used to walk to that stadium. Yeah, my, my dad went to some games there. Um, but the, the, uh, my favorite story about the Fountain Blue is I, I interviewed Len Dawson a few years ago when the, the – one of the, the last time the, the, there was a Super Bowl in New Orleans, I did a feature right. on the first Super Bowl in New Orleans, and Len Dawson said what he remembered was the Fountain Blue Fountain froze. Because if you remember, that is still one of the coldest Super Bowls ever. Yep. Was the one ever. between the Chiefs and the Vikings? I, I went mm-hmm. to the game with my dad, but it was yeah the fountain the fountain uh, froze, and uh, he said they were still sitting out there uh, smoking cigarettes and drinking beer. <laughs> a frozen <laughs> different fountain. NFL. That's right. Different, but you know what? You, you mentioned that. Think about again. A few years later, the Minnesota Pittsburgh uh, Super Bowl in New Orleans was also one of the coldest Super Bowls in the history of the Super Bowl. The uh, that was the nine three game. I think you're talking about, right? Yep, I think so. Yeah. yeah. All, all yeah. I remember is I was in I was home and and and, and I, I was running a fever as a kid and and I wanted to watch the game. So again, we had the little black and white TVs, the little small ones. They, well, my mom put it in the bedroom for me so I could watch the game because uh, you know, as a kid, you know, you want to, you know, you, know, you want to get up, you want to get, you want to go watch the game, you want to be in the living room with everybody. And it was like, no, you're being quarantined. You have to go in your room and don't get the rest of the kids sick. So, but I, I did get yeah, to watch the game. I remember going in and out watching Bradshaw, and of course, one of my favorite players was Fran Tarkenton back then. Sure, sure, and uh, yeah, I didn't get to go to that one, but I remember definitely watching on TV. Yep, no doubt. Man, look, all of a sudden, three-game win streak. There's a good possibility, again, uh, LSU taking on Georgia tonight, Arkansas on Saturday. If they, if they win both, they're going to be the number two seed in the Southeastern Conference Tournament. Uh, right now, again, their uh, RPI is 30. Uh, they look like, from all the bracketology, again, they're, they're in the NCAA Tournament. Uh, this, this team offensively has it going. Defensively hot and cold, uh, but, uh, again, uh, Will Wade's got his team uh, tournament ready. Yeah, I think this is this is really a big game tonight because this is a game that could hurt them if they lose. Whereas if they lose to Arkansas, it, it won't hurt them. It, it'll really help them if they win. But so they got to make sure they beat this team, Georgia. They're six and nine in the SEC, and LSU struggled with them in Baton Rouge. Georgia led big uh, before LSU came back and won in overtime. So they need to make sure they take care of business, and then um, 
you know, they'll probably host Florida um, on the last day of the regular season. That's probably going to be a, a makeup game, and that's another decent uh, RPI game, if, if you will. But LSU's really been playing better the last um, three games. They've won three mm-hmm. straight, going for four straight tonight. And I, I have a story up on the website now, theadvertiser.com, and you can go to my Twitter, LSU Beat Tweet, about the speech that Wade gave his team after they lost the fourth of fifth game, uh, a fourth of five games before the three-game winning streak. And he, he, he basically uh, you know, told them it's my way or the highway. Um, because they were, you know, they were kind of undisciplined. They were getting technical fouls. He, he called it BS. Uh, a lot of sidebars, he said, particularly Trendon Watford, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and they also, they're, drib- they're doing the dribble drive more. You know, they're penetrating yes. with the dribble, purposeful dribbles, instead of just, you know, hanging around to see who's open, you know, like they kind of used to. And the defense has, has improved somewhat. Josh LeBlanc. And Andre Hyatt uh, are, are playing really good inside. Yes. Two guys we haven't heard from, uh, which is good timing because Sharif O'Neal is now out for the season. But he was not a major contributor anyway. But Josh LeBlanc has re- really looked good. Look, he mm-hmm. had his first double-double in the last game. So I really like the way they're, they're playing the game, their approach the last few games. No, I would agree. And I, can I add, Darius Days seems to be the glue guy for this team as well. When he's on no the floor, question. they're playing better. What a versatile guy! I mean, he's a, he's, yep. a, he's a strong guy inside, kind of a bruiser, and he can and he really has a nice uh, three point shooting touch, you know. And and he's he's just a tough player. He he really is. He's one of the leaders of the team, and uh, you know they're they're very talented. I mean, you're not going to find three better players at the same time than than, than Smart, uh, Cam, and and uh, mm-hmm. Watford. Watford, right. And they're versatile. I mean, again, he can put different lineups out there because of the length that he has uh, and, 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 of course, the shooting ability when these guys are on. I mean, Cam Thomas is a straight shooter. Yeah, and Eric Gaines is a good little addition at, at guard. Uh, yep. And, yep. and, you know, when they were – Auburn's not a good team, but the way they were playing in that game, it's like the, my Gannett brother from the Montgomery Advertiser – Josh Vitale, he, he tweeted during the game, it's hard to believe these guys have lost six games because he can put in a lot of different players who can who can score, rebound, drive. You know, he, he's, he's got a talented team. And look, when we were coming up, and I talked about this in the first hour, I mean, it was a given that you were going to have three to five teams every year that were going to be in the NCAAs. Again, Tulane had a good program. UNO had a good program. Uh, Whether it was going to be Louisiana Tech, ULL, Southeastern, somebody else was going to emerge, McNeese. And then you knew LSU every year was going to to be in that mix as well. We don't see that as much. LSU's kind of been the one that has kind of taken the baton for the most part in in terms of going to March Madness. It's great when we get a bunch of teams in there, but again, at least – we don't have that dearth that we had for a while there where there were no Louisiana teams that were involved. Yeah, I think one of the greatest accomplishments of Dale Brown was the 10 straight NCAA tournaments he went to. Absolutely. From, from uh, 80, 83 to 93. That, that, that was hard to do, you know, and uh, he's one of the few people uh, to do that. And, you know, since then, you know, they go here and there. They go a couple of years here and there. Uh, but this, I think this team is, is definitely in the NCAA tournament. Um, they're just kind of playing 
proceeding right now. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what other teams in the in the state are are, are locked in. You know, I, I remember even Nickel State went a couple of times, uh, and Southern's gone. So you know, th- there's always uh, at, at least one or two other entries. You know, and that kind of leads me to something that, that I've talked about in the past on this program, and I still do not understand why. With the contribution that Dale Brown has made to, again, resurrecting basketball uh, at LSU after Press Maravich and Pete Maravich moved on, uh, the fact that that floor has never been named for him, I, I still I think is a, is a travesty. And look, everybody can talk about, you know, the, the, the women's basketball coach, uh, Sue Gunther, what she did in terms of, again, putting that pro program on the map. I guess you could talk about uh, again when you talk about LSU gymnastics uh, and 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 the great coaching that they've had there, and of course they share that arena. But I'm talking about the floor in which they play basketball on. Why they have not renamed that for Dale Brown? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it, it's just a, a stupid thing not to have it because it's you know it's not like they have to build anything, like they have to build a statue. You know, it, it's or, or you know. It's just real easy to do. It can be. It can happen in a stroke of a pen. So I don't know why it hasn't. You know. You know. Maybe there's some some old enemy of Dale with with LSU that doesn't want it to happen. But you know, it's 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 ridiculous um, because really, I mean, no one has replaced Dale's consistency uh, with, with the program, uh, and I, I think it it should have happened a long time ago. It probably should have happened. Uh, you know, within a year after Dale retired. So I yes, I agree. Well, back then, again, look, you had the situation where, again, the NCAA, which had been coming after him for, for, for decades, were close, supposedly closing in. You had the Lester Earl situation, which has been debunked, again, decades later, that, again, he never had the bag of money from Johnny Jones. All that was fabricated, which, again, led to him being kind of pushed out. The, the team had kind of dipped a little bit, but you know he was going to come back and be able to bring that, that team back. So like, there were some that said that, again, he left the program in disarray. You know, I tend to disagree and look he's a guy he's still alive and still involved in that program he goes to the games i don't understand why you would not want to honor him while he's still here yeah i i agree and and uh you know he even though uh on the you know on the floor his last few teams were, were not good but that was just that's an isolated example of what he did over 25 years and especially when you look at what the program was uh, before he got there. I mean, he made him a legitimate national contender for several years. And one of the other great things about him that I miss was the way he scheduled. He was the smartest yes. schedule. I just wrote about something in Tiger Rag this week. You know, uh, <laughs> there's a guy named Spike Lee who works for LSU. His, 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 um, he, he, his name's not really Spike Lee. It's Sheldon Lee, right. which is also mm-hmm. Spike Lee's name. But he uh, he did the LSU baseball hype uh, video. And, and as I was doing the story, I mentioned that the real Spike Lee actually has been to an LSU basketball game. He went to the LSU-UNLV game yep. on Super Bowl Sunday in 1990 and then, you know, hopped back to New Orleans that evening for the Super Bowl. That was the 49ers and uh, Bills, I think. But um, speaking of Super Bowls, you know, and, and that's what he did. You know, Dale knew the Super Bowl was that day, and he, he played Florida on Saturday, and then he brought in Jerry Tarkanian on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He did that a lot. He, he played Notre Dame in the Superdome on a Saturday yep. and then played in Tuscaloosa the next day. 
you know, now that now they act like they can't play two games in a row. You know, it's the truth. Um, but two games in two days, so nobody scheduled better than Dale, and and it really helped his team. It helped the image. It helped him get tournament bids. You know, who could forget that win over Georgetown in the in the Superdome? Yep. Um, and uh, you know, he he just did a lot of great things at LSU, and and brought two of the greatest players in college basketball history, Chris Jackson and and Shaq. You know, yep. I mean those those guys. Not anybody gets those kind of guys to come to to LSU. Uh, so yeah, Dale Brown Court is is the least they should do for Dale Brown. I 100 percent agree. And look, I, at this point, I, I, and I've written about this, and, I, and I've pontificated about this on this show and on the TV show. I'll take a, a Brown Gunther court at this point. If you if you feel like you got to say you got to you got to honor Sue Gunther, I got no problem with that. But when when they lay out the mats, you can you can call it DD Bro mats. I mean, whatever, because what she's done with gymnastics, I understand they've had other great coaches that utilize that arena, but nobody that would have done what Dale Brown did with this basketball program. And Sue does have a statue in the in the assembly center. It's it's in, it's on one of the concourses. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I I think um, that uh, it it would it's definitely deserved. And you know, he 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 put LSU on the on the map. I mean, he put Louisiana on the map. Mm-hmm. You know, the first year he went to the Final Four, eighty eighty one. That was coming off the Saints being one and fifteen. You know, yep. and I remember a lot of stories about that, how he kind of up, uplifted the state at that time. And, uh, you know, he was he was a consistent winner uh, during that six years of losing by the football team in the late 80s and, and 90s. You know, that was part of Dale's uh, 10 years straight in the NCAA tournament. So you had you had you always had basketball you could count on. No doubt. And, and as you mentioned, a guy that that recruited not just nationally, but internationally. And and oh, yeah. you can always count on he'll get a big man from somebody you'd never you know remember when he tried to get the the, the, the big guy out of Russia, and and yeah, they the and they phone. couldn't get the, the, they wouldn't the sign phone. over to allow, allow him to come to LSU. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, he signed to Bosha Bakumarevich, Bakumarevich, <laughs> right? Uh, who was supposed to be a seven footer, but he but he arrived at about six one, and Dale said it had something to do with the metric system. <laughs> but Bosha <laughs> ended up being on the. Uh, the 86 Final Four team. He was like right. a backup guard. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Dale always tried. You know, he, he always tried, and he always made it interesting. He uh, he coached almost like he was bored. You know, that's why he scheduled so well, because it kept the team and it kept him interested when they would have a non-conference game in the middle of the SEC season. And uh, he, um, you know, and, and – you know his offenses were always exciting, and his you know, and he knew how to play defense. You know the yep. the freak defense was the freak kind of defense. A, it was it was kind of a joke, but I mean it it worked. You know yes, it did. And, uh, and the players all thought he was a little crazy, but they they always played hard for him, and there was no question about it. And and, and why is that, Glenn? Because again, he was like a father to him. Again, uh, it did matter again whether again they were the were the star of the team or the guy at the end of the bench. Uh, he had he had a connection with his players, and you hear it even today the way his players talk about him. I mean, Shaq talks about him as being a second father. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know, and don't think he wasn't a taskmaster. You know, Dale would would jump on his players, but Dale was uh, he was such a he is such a good person um, that he, he didn't hold grudges. You know, even though some people hold grudges against him, 
Yep. Dale was was always one. He, he like he, you know he would yell at me a few times or, or get mad at something I wrote because he read everything. Even when I was at the Alexandria paper, mm-hmm. he read all my stuff. And and uh, you know, but he didn't hold grudges. Like he the, the next time he talked to you, it was it was completely forgotten. Right. Quick story about Dale Brown. I only got a few minutes left. Um, we saw Dale Brown at the um, at the Hornets preseason game when they were still in Charlotte. They came down with the Los Angeles Lakers and they played. He was in in the concourse. I was there taking my son to go see Shaq. He went, shook Dale Brown's hand, talked to him. Dale Brown gave him his um, his address. Said, "Write me." My, my son wrote him a letter. He wrote Dale. Dale Brown wrote him a handwritten letter back with, again, uh, wow. signed autograph uh, uh, cards, LSU basketball cards. He was just an amazing guy. It didn't matter, again, whether, whether you were somebody you, you just met him for the first time or you knew him forever. He treated everybody like they was his best friend. No question. And he, uh, he was big on speaking engagements, man. He would, he would speak anywhere. And you know, my mom was the librarian at, at Rummel until 1987. And in 1981, mm-hmm. Dale, during the Final Four season, Dale spoke at some librarian convention, as you can imagine. <laughs> and, and my mother was just the biggest Dale Brown fan ever since she saw him, uh, him speak that day. Well, it was really it was an incredible it was an incredible coach and and again I think that more of us in the media really need to get a groundswell of getting that court named after him before he moves on. Uh, again, Dale sure. Brown, just a fantastic fantastic coach and a great man as well. Hey, Glenn, we're out of time. Uh, as always, man, I appreciate you joining us on the program each and every week at LSU Beat Tweet, and we'll be looking for your next story in the Advertiser as well. All right, thanks a lot, Eric. Enjoy it. Bye. Thank you, Glenn. I did, too. Always love talking Dale Brown. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. Also, I want to thank our guests today, Fletcher Mackle, Gary Smith, and the aforementioned uh, Glenn Gilbo. Uh, I want to thank all of our fantastic sponsors that make this program happen. Uh, again, you go to Eric Asher for a slideshow, uh, uh, ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Just click on the icon. It'll take you right to the website. You'll be able to find out everything you need to know about uh, those, those sponsors. And again, if you're looking to grab a bite to eat, great way to be able to do that. Click on their website and get it delivered right to your home or head on out and enjoy a great meal at one of our restaurant's uh, sponsors as well. Uh, Again, tomorrow, regular show starting at 4 o'clock, and we'll go all the way to 6. And uh, as always, tomorrow will be uh, Scott Craig, Celebrity Chef, and also we'll have Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports. Remember, Kenny Trahan of All Access will join me on the award-winning Inside the Own Sports this week. Uh, So I'm looking forward to having Kenny back on the program. And as always, it's been an absolute blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, uh, and remember, again, to keep it locked and loaded right here on 106.1. We have some great baseball coming up for you. The only Pelican Club Cup game of the year uh, for Tulane and UNO, a great series. And, of course, that's happening right here on 106.1. All right, we're going to take you live and direct to Turchin Field at Greer Stadium uh, for Tulane and UNO Pelican Cup baseball. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch of the governor, they all got to go. Wait.